0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti as Christ is magnified in you. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I want to share some few things with you. In just a few minutes. Hallelujah. I just want to share something from my heart with you Hallelujah Praise the Lord I want us to start reading from 2 Peter chapter 1 From verse 16 2 Peter chapter 1 Hallelujah You know sometimes Some people want to see I don't know if you ever heard of the guy who Prayed that Father I want to see two angels now Or else I don't believe in you anymore I don't know if you ever heard of that guy He said I want to see two angels right now or else, forget about it. I don't believe you anymore. And you know, while I was waiting, the room shook a little. It was just a shaking, a small shaking in the room. And he ran away. <laughs> there are people in, the, in this world who want to see things before they believe. People say seeing is believing. There's nothing as wrong as that particular statement. Seeing is believing. is not true. Believing is seeing. When you believe, then you see. Seeing, we're believing. Then you shouldn't be sitting here today. When a woman is pregnant, do we see the child? Are you sure you don't see the child when the woman is pregnant? You don't see the child. You need a special kind of light to be able to discern and see whether there's a a child in there or it's fibroid. Because someone's stomach can be very big, but it's not pregnancy. it's fibroid. There are a lot of women with huge stomachs, huge bellies, big belly, but it's not a baby. It's a fibroid. Sometimes a woman feels that she's pregnant, but it's actually fibroid. Have you ever seen some before? Yeah, the thing is just every month it just gets bigger and bigger. And she thinks she's pregnant. If she doesn't go for a scan, you see, the scan is a special light that helps us discern what is in there. But if a woman is pregnant, we know that the child is... I mean, we know that the child is, is, is with us. Even though we've not seen the child, we just know and believe. Do you see? So seeing is not always believing. Or seeing is not believing. You believe before you see. There are a lot of things that you believe before you experience. So many. There are those who want to have a certain vision of God before they start believing God in a certain way. You've made a, you've made a mistake. There's something wrong. You may go for a long time and not see that vision. Do you see? Sometimes someone wants to see someone, someone asked me a question how did you know you were called? The person was expecting me to say, I heard coming out of the walls. Like I was sitting down praying, and God spoke through the walls. My son. <laughs> my son, I have called you to the nations of the world. <laughs> Brother, um, those things are powerful, but you don't live your life in expectation of such things. If if I don't see God moving in a certain way. I'm not going to believe God in a certain way. You are making a mistake. If it is you, God, then do this. Some people, uh, 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 they call it throwing a fleece. They put out a fleece, you know, to God. That if it is you, then let's... Someone wanted to get married to a certain lady. You know, and he went to the lady's house. And before he got there, he said that if I get there, I knock... And you want this lady to be my wife, let her be the first person to open the door. Ah. Buys <laughs> a house. That's, the probability that she's the one who opened the door is very high, isn't it? Yeah. It's very, very high. He got married to that lady several years later, problems. So uh, it had to come off. Even though she, he had that particular sign. If you are going to be depending on signs, like God, show me a sign. Show me a sign. If it is really, you, show me a sign. Those things are stuck up in the Old Testament. I know Gideon gave God a fleece. Gideon is the one who told God that, listen, if it is you who's talking to me, let it rain around this particular cloth. Don't let the let it drain everywhere apart from on this cloth. If it is you, and God did, He rained everywhere apart from the cloth. The cloth was was dry. Then He came and said that if it is really you, then let it rain on the cloth only and not on any other place when he came it was like that again then he got to he said that i now i know it is god who is talking to me in the new testament it's not like that in the new testament the testimony of christ or the 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 evidence of god is not through some signs and some means god chooses to do what he wants to do if god chooses to put out a sign up to him if he decides not to put out a sign, forget about it. There's something that has been given to us to let us know that God exists, to let us know that we can believe in him and to let us know that we, our lives can go the way he says He's going to go. It's called a sure word of prophecy. You don't need a prophet to guide you now that you're a child of God. If you are born again, you are the prophet of your life. You choose how your life should go and where your life should be. Are you listening to me? Don't depend on a certain prophet. To tell you that I see, I can see, you'll be a great person in this world. Brother, it is in the word that you'll be a great person. It is in the word. You don't need somebody to tell you that you'll be a great person. I know that I'm great. I will forever be great. I don't know about you, but I'm great. And because the word of God says, I'm great. There are two types of prophecy. There's a word of prophecy and there's a spirit of prophecy. Okay, there's a word of prophecy and there's a spirit of prophecy. The word of prophecy is what is discussed here in Second Peter chapter one verse sixteen. Okay, can I show it to you? This is Peter talking. Peter said, "For we have not followed cunningly devised fables." Says, "We have not followed cunningly devised fables." In other words, stories that have been cooked up by people. That is not what we are following. The story someone uh, in in UK, Switzerland, rather, you know, gave birth there. The child was growing. As the child got to a point, the brother told her to bring her child back to the back to this country, or the child will become some way. You know, Europe is a very difficult place to raise children. America too. If you're careful, they'll grow up and tell you that they don't believe in God. And there's, there's, that is that was what happened to this particular lady's son. At the point, the son started fighting her and started saying that he's, he doesn't believe in God anymore. He's an atheist. Black boy, Ghana boy. Yeah, father, mother, Ghana he says that you see because he's not seen some of the the sun in the in the country. you've seen the sun and the pressure here. you can't about believe in God. <laughs> Only that one who i mean see, and he, he said when when his his uncle who is, who is a preacher in Ghana, was talking to him, you know about God and about Jesus and everything said, "Ah, he said, why do you want to believe in the story? It's just a story. Someone came to die he doesn't believe in it because the environment is grown up. In. Hallelujah. But it's not just a story. So Peter is saying that this thing is not just a story, it's a very he says, we have not followed kindly devised fables. What we made unto you made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we' eyewitnesses of His majesty he says, we saw him, and we saw His majesty, his glory. His power we did We saw him personally I saw him In 1 John chapter 1 verse 1 John also talks about how he experienced Christ for himself See, that which we have seen That which our hands have handled That which we have you know Encountered, been with Of the word of life declaring unto you He was talking about Jesus How he had handled him They handled God Can you imagine They, they held God like this Hedged with him from the symbol They were with him Hallelujah. Go back to First Peter. What we're reading. Second Peter rather. What we're reading. It says, But where I were of his majesty. Go to the next verse 17. For he received from, the, from God the Father honor and glory. You see, honor and glory together is called majesty. It says, For he received from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Now, this thing happened Twice. The first one was when Jesus came out of the it, more than two, it happened like three times. The first time Jesus came out of the, the water when he was baptized, God spoke from heaven and said that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, isn't it? The second time it happened was in John chapter John chapter 12 when Jesus was talking to his disciples and talking to the people as he was talking. The Bible says that a voice came from heaven and said that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear, hear him, but the people could they heard it as a sound, a thunder. But that was what God said. Then the last time it happened was on the Mount of Transfiguration. When Peter, James and John were the only ones of Jesus Christ in the Mount of Transfiguration. As they were there, sleeping. They were sleeping. Jesus was praying. When they woke up, they saw Jesus in glory. The Bible says that his clothing had changed. It was white. But it had become whiter than snow. Do you see? And as he stood there, there was Elijah by him and Moses by him. And they were talking with him. And the disciples saw him. This was the if they didn't believe that he was Christ. This was their opportunity to believe that this man is another man altogether. Because Jesus was a very, very different person. He was the one who could talk to the waves for them to stop. Have you has your father danced that before? Your father? Your father tried. Jesus spoke to the waves, and the waves ceased. Everything became fine. They saw him in his glory. And a voice came from heaven and said, That this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye him. When Moses and Elijah left. Jesus told them not to mention it to anybody until he had gone on into glory. So that is what Peter is talking about. He says, For he received from God the Father and then glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Continue. So these are things that Peter saw. Peter is communicating to you things that he saw. You understand? How many of you are following what I'm saying? Things that he saw. Peter saw Jesus in glory. He heard him. I mean he had that excellent voice. He had he, he saw things. Hallelujah. He says, and this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. So he's talking about this particular experience. He says, We heard it when we were in the holy mount. Continue. Verse 19. We have also a more we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well, that you take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, unto the day dawn and the day star rise arise in your heart. Now, what is he saying? He's saying that, listen, I experienced all these things. You didn't. And you don't have to experience all these things to believe in Jesus. What happened when Jesus died? They went back to fishing. After all that they had seen. If seeing was believing, it, the Israelites should have been the number one faith-filled group of people in the whole world. you know what the Israelites saw? They saw the Red Sea divide. Have you seen Red Sea? Have you seen... The River in your area divide before. <laughs> Have you even divided your cup of tea? Have you seen you it before? These people saw things, they saw Red Sea divide like this. One on one side as a wall, another on another side as a wall. And they walked on dry ground, not wet ground. Though. It wasn't that the ground was muddy and they had to, you know, their slippers were getting stuck into the no. They were walking through dry land. The other side. When their enemies tried to do the same thing, the seeds came upon them and they all died. They saw all these things. Yet when they got to the shores of Canaan, they said that, Moses, we don't believe this thing anymore. We've missed the garlic of, of Egypt and the onions. We want to go back to Egypt. You brought us here to come and come and die because there are no more graves in Egypt. They were complaining. The Bible calls them a stiff-necked group of people. Because you see, seeing is actually not believing. Seeing is not believing. What didn't they see? The Israelites walked through the desert 40 years. Their clothes never waxed old. Their clothes, the color of their clothes never became dim. It never became dim. If it was blue, it was blue. Nice. For 40 long years. And if you were 5 years old when you got out of Egypt, and you had 5, you definitely had 5 5 year old clothing on you. That clothing grew as you grew. As we were growing, the clothing were also grew. Growing just like that. Their, their shoes were growing with them. Miracles, signs and wonders. They saw things. Hallelujah. They saw every morning manna will fall into their camp. They would just take it and eat. They said It's called manna because they said, what is this? The manna means what is this? They didn't know what it was, but they were eating it. God brought meat for them in the evening and manna in the morning. Miracles. Same miracles. Signs. And wonders. These people saw it into detail. Can you imagine? There was a day they were fighting with their enemies. As we were fighting, God began to fight for them. God started raining rocks upon their enemies. Now, if you are fighting, you are fighting in close proximity. Those times it wasn't long swords, just short daggers, and we were just fighting like that. A stone will come from heaven with the enemy's name written on it. Coded to the enemy and come and come and hit the enemy and kill the enemy and he will be fine and hit another person. Do you understand? Like they are fights, and the rocks were coded to their enemies to kill their enemies. Yet they still don't, don't believe. What didn't Israel see? There was a rock that was following them. Israel. There was a rock. If you read in uh, uh, 1 first Corinthians 10, the Bible says that there was a rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. They drank from that rock. That rock that Moses hit for water to come was following them every day. They were getting water in the desert every day. Yet they didn't believe. What group of people are these? So if you get into the business of I want to see, I want to feel, I want to, I want to feel something before I know that the presence of God in a certain place. You are, you are, you are worse than the Israelites. Don't get into that place. Let God give you the experience. If God gives you the experience, powerful. If He doesn't give you the experience, never say that. Now. I've never seen. I've never seen. I've never seen God. Jesus has never sat with me before. I haven't. I'm yet to see Him, physically speaking. Yeah, I pray I see Him. The day I, I see Him, you, you'll be the first person to hear. It. As soon as I see Him, you hear it. Hallelujah. Yeah. We have not seen Him, but we believe. How do we believe? Through a more sure word prophecy. What is that more sure word of prophecy? The Bible that you are holding in your hand. Have you seen it? Yeah. He says we have also a more sure word of prophecy. So he's comparing his experience to this particular one. He says this one is more sure. This one is what? More sure. The word of God is more sure. we have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto ye do well that you take heed he says you do well that you listen and take heed and 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 put it to work you must put the word of god to work. the word works the word is more, the word is god god is his word and the word is the, is god okay john chapter 1 verse 1 what does it say in the beginning was a word and a word was of god and the word was god isn't it He was with God in the beginning. Through him were all things made. Without him was nothing made that has been made. The word of God is God. You want to know how your future is going to be? Read the Bible. How do I know my future is going to be excellent? I know because the Bible says that my future is going to be excellent. I know it. I don't need God to come and come and show me. Sit with me and say, brother, your future is so powerful. No, I know that my future is very powerful. Why? Because I have that sure word of prophecy. You want a prophet to prophesy to you before you know that something good is going to happen in your life. You know there are people like that. They are waiting to, for, and they always say, no prophet has called me ever. It is good that they have not called you ever. Like, if I go for a prophetic meeting, nobody, they don't call me. They will call, 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 and call the person right by me, and miss me, and go to the next person. It's good that they missed you. Give the Lord a lot of shout if you like my message. Yeah. It's good. What I, What do you want? What? Tell, ask your neighbor what do you want what are you looking for there are people who are chasing prophets from all, all over the place when you hear a prophet is coming here psh, right now they are family prophets they are prophets who are in charge of families hey, and the deal is that as a prophet side to you you look after their children and all that yeah concierge prophecy yeah personal brother there is nothing like that you need God's word it is a more sure word of prophecy is a more sure word of prophecy. I, never, I know I will never go down. You see, in Proverbs chapter 4, okay, verse 18, look at Proverbs 4 18. But the path of the just as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Have you seen it? He says that the path of what? The just shineth, it's, it's as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. What is the perfect day? The perfect day is the day that Jesus comes. That's a perfect day but it says that the path of the just if you read your bible you realize that you are the just you have become the righteousness of God God has made you his rightness in the earth you are not a sinner, see I am not a sinner you don't need a prophet to tell you that you are no more a sinner, you are now a righteous man it's in the word, He says we are no more sinners we are now righteousness the righteousness of God in Christ, sin has been taken care of we are now the rightness of God in the earth we are now the rightness of God in the earth, we have a right standing with God God is not fighting you. God does not hate you. God does not dislike you. God likes you. Recently, uh, my son had a, a, a challenge. You know, He got hurt in a certain way. The way my heart moved. When my heart moved like that, God spoke to me. And told me, that, you see the way your heart has moved. Why do you think that I don't care about you? You are a man. Look at how you care about your son. How much more me? Why do you think I don't care about you? You know, there are of people who think that God does not care about them. They think that their sin and their wrong is the one that is taking them away from God. It's like making them no. God does not hate you. God loves you. And he has made you just. He has brought you into his kingdom. Bible says he has taken us from the kingdom of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his dear son. The son of his love. We are now accepted in the beloved. God has accepted. See, God has accepted me. When you think about God, don't ever think about him hitting you and him doing something bad to you. He has accepted you. He has brought you in. Righteousness is a word you hear a lot in this place. We talk about righteousness a lot. We do. He has brought you in. Made you accepted. You You have come unto Mount Zion. Unto the city of the living God. Unto the heavenly Jerusalem. And then it says that you are surrounded by an innumerable number of angels, do you understand? That's in Hebrew chapter 12, verse 20. He says, But ye are come unto Mount Zion. Did he say you are going to come? He says, But ye are come. This is the sure word of prophecy. So, I don't need a prophet to tell me that Charlie God is not angry with you. God is not angry with me. He cannot be angry with me, no matter what happens around me. He cannot be angry with me. I'm accepted in his beloved. I'm accepted in his kingdom. It says, But you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. Look at the next thing. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in the heaven, and to, the, and to God, the judge of all. You have come to God, the judge of all. And to the spirits of just men made perfect. And to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Yeah, we have come to the place where Christ's blood is speaking. As you are sitting down here right now, the blood of Christ is sprinkling on you. And the, the, the statements that the blood of Christ is sprinkling and saying on you is mercy, forgiveness, grace, goodness, love, joy, peace. That's what that Every time it's a blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than the blood. It's a constant sprinkling. Constantly the blood is sprinkling upon you like that. Sprinkling, 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 sprinkling. Don't get into the into the place of pleading blood. The blood is always sprinkling on you. It's always sprinkling on you. Speaking peace, speaking mercy, speaking joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's called the more sure word of prophecy. See so if someone asks you, "How's your future going to be?" Bright. Brighter and brighter and brighter every year i get bigger i get better i think you should be saying it for yourself say every year year, i get bigger bigger, and better and and i shine more more, and more more, until jesus comes see i'll never go down i'm always going higher ask your neighbor tell your neighbor look at me because you don't see me in this state anymore i'm getting better i'm going higher yeah, that is, the, that is the most sure word of prophecy concerning your future. No matter how the economy becomes, no matter how the country becomes, you are different. You are different because you have a more sure word of prophecy. Do you understand prophecy? Prophecy is what God has said concerning the future. About you, about a place, about a group of people. When it comes to you, we see that there's a more sure word of prophecy about the goodness of God for your life. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, he says that, where unto you do well that ye take heed, as unto a light, that shineth in a dark place. You see, the word of God, the most of the word of prophecy is a light. That shineth in a dark. If you depend on this word, you realize that your life, if you look at your mother, you realize that your life is going down. I don't know if you understand what is. I'm not saying your mother is a bad person, but if you look at the conditions around your parents, Sometimes we we'll tell you, do you think that we pluck the money off trees? Do you think the money comes out of our noses? Do you think? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you look at your family, look at the family you are coming from, <laughs> you wonder where help is going to come from. Your uncle is poor. Your other uncle is P-O-P-O. The other uncle is p only I mean, a lot of I mean discouraging things. Everywhere you go, It's a dark area. If you look at the economy, you, today you hear that this hundred million dollars have been chopped by one person. one. This one has been chopped by another person. You wonder what is going to happen. They say there are no jobs. Every year people are graduating from school. Someone came to the first. The person is happy. You don't know what you have come into. I guess happy. We've all gone to school. Yeah, I was in the school you are in house in I was in I was Yeah, well there. A lot of people here they were all in some You come out, you have plenty of people to compete with the same job. Darkness. So someone can sit at home for three years, four years, five years. You are pounding food for your mother, pounding food for your father. Graduate like you. <laughs> they do they give you a national service to console you for one year. After national service, forget about it. You realize that life is not a joke at all. But there's a more sure word of prophecy. Yes. That will let you know that, brother, the future is still bright. Something good can happen with you. Yeah. And grant you faith. One of the things the word of God, the more sure word of prophecy, that is to grant you faith. Faith is, I have not seen it happening, but I believe because of, what of God has said it, and because of what of God has said it, I'm going to make giant steps for my future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see what I'm seeing. Yeah. That shines in a dark place. Until the day dawn. And the star arise in your heart. Until the day dawn. You see, the, the word Lucifer is the sun of the morning. Or the day dawn. Or the day star. Okay? Hallelujah. I'm not saying Lucifer arise up in your heart. But what I'm trying to say is that the word Lucifer is actually a good name. The name Lucifer is a good name. The devil is no more called Lucifer; he is now called devil. It was his name before he fell, but now that he has fallen, he's called devil. He's called the adversary. He's called Satan, Diabolos. That's that's his name. He's called the serpent, the great dragon. That's him now. Okay. But the word the the, the, the Hebrew words used here is Luciferus, eh? Lucifer. Hallelujah. Christ is actually the light of the world is not the light of the world. The Bible calls him the light that sh- that lighted every man that cometh into the world. That's in John chapter 1. He's the light that lighted every man that cometh into the world. So he's actually the light that is being spoken of here. This he until that day, says until a day dawn and the star ar- the day star arise ar- in your heart. Christ is that day star. This you must use the word of the sure, the most word prophecy to the extent that the day star okay which is Christ arises in your heart understand meaning that unto every circumstance of your life is swallowed up by the life of Christ you don't stop using that word short of prophecy Hallelujah. you don't understand how many of you understand what i'm saying until you get to the point where when something happens they call you say your father has died it doesn't move you <laughs> why doesn't it move you Not because you hated your father. You loved your father. But you know that he's gone to a better place. Because of the word of God. You know that he's in a better place. You know that death is not the end. Death is a transition for glory. So it doesn't cause tears to fall out of your eyes. Do you understand? You are not crying all over. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. As though your father was your God. You know that someone else is responsible for your life. Your father is a steward for your life. God is the actual custodian of your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah, when something bad happens. Let's say you're moving around. moving, around, You're doing something. And then they called you. Hey, your brother has had an accident. You don't start crying and imagining the worst of life. Your brother will be hanging in a, in, a, in, a cr- in crutches for the rest of his life. You don't start imagining that. You start imagining something else. The day starts arise. Whenever there's a challenge, the day starts and swallows up that challenge. And neutralizes every challenge around you. You check your bank account, there's no money. But you are not sad. There's no money in your... You put your ATM card inside the ATM. The ATM machine rejects your card like, and throws it away like that. But you are not moved. You understand? You are not moved. The day stars are rising in your heart. Do you understand? Through the most sure word of prophecy, you are not moved by circumstances. You are not moved by conditions around you. Because you are not moved by what, I, what you are seeing. He says, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by the word of God. That's what he's talking about now. I'm, not, I'm only moved by the word of God. Only the word of God moves me. No circumstances. Because those circumstances, they are there. They change. They all kinds of things. Hallelujah. Yeah. A boy would break your heart. Fresh boy. who just break your heart like that. If you are not careful, you can hang yourself. Yeah, you can just hang yourself. <laughs> but you know that your life is not dependent on such things. Yeah. So irrespective of the circumstance around you, you are not moved. God wants us to be act, to actually be independent of all circumstances. Paul said, I've learned in whatever state I am, therewith to be what? To be content. Whatever state. he says, I've learned both to abound and to be a base. Uh, Philippians chapter four. Hallelujah. That's the that's the aim of God. Through the more sure word of prophecy, not what you can see. No, what I, I, I can. If God does not if God does not show up, God should. Show, he's always with you. where should you show up? Why should you show up again? God is always with you and He's inside you. The more sure of prophecy lets us know that God is sitting inside us. He says, "For God is at work within you, both to will and to do of His own good pleasure." God is always inside. Do you see? Huh. So for I know this is Paul, Philippians chapter four, verse twelve. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in, in all things, I am instructed. I am instructed by the most sure word of prophecy to be what? To be both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. It makes no difference what is happening. This is real Christianity. Not when something bad is happening. Eh, I don't know. You see, your your prayer life is activated by virtue of sufferings. When something bad is happening, and then it's like right now, shini you, you are in a prayer meeting. If everything is fine, you forget about the prayer meeting. There's something wrong. The day is not arising in your heart. You are not depending on the martial order. You are depending. You are moved by circumstances of life. When you don't have money, you don't know what you are going to do. When someone is looking for a job, the person is in church. Money, falo koshaya, Give me a job, Lord. Give me a. You've you've limited God to job giver, car giver, house giver. Beloved Giver, children Giver, that is all you've limited God to. God is not like that, though. That is not. You can get all these things without being in Christianity. Do you know that? You don't need God for any of those things. Car. You don't need God for car. In in America, they don't pray for cars. They don't pray for cars. That prayer only exists only in Ghana and in Africa. There is no. The, as soon as you you fly out of Africa, that prayer ceases. God does not answer those prayers anymore. Outside of Africa, it's just only in Africa. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God, He doesn't, he doesn't work anymore. Yeah. I have learnt. Eh? I know how, know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed. Instructed by who? Instructed by the more sure word of prophecy. To, to both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. So no matter what is happening, I'm going higher. I'm getting better. Whether they came to steal my things or not, makes no difference. I'm going higher. Destroy your, your things. so you God, I depended on you. Why did you let this happen to me? Aj, I was in church. AJBJ. Brother, the church's things have been stolen before. Yeah, there was a thief who was stealing our things one by one. What? Someone was stealing phones. He stole about 20 phones in church. Yeah, when, when all of us were suffer Yeah, he will come every time. He will come when we, there's a major program in the place. It's four. And when all of us were at, at, at about 250 people or something, plenty of people got be there. The place was small, so everybody bags. We are out there. You come in one day, you take five phones. If you leave your phone right now, he'll just come and take it. He stole phones for like one whole year or even two. Plenty phones. Then he came to steal my phone. That was the day he was caught. The day he stole my phone, he was caught. Hallelujah. Yeah, he stole this my tablet. He stole my tablet. So they stole something of yours. God, why? Or your heart was broken. God, why? Or something happened. Something your mother was not doing well. God, why? Stop asking those God, why questions. You need God. If you're asking God, why? It means that the content, the day star is stuck inside your heart. He can't arise. He's stuck. See, we have a more sure word of prophecy. I I won't depend on people. I won't depend on things. I'll depend on God and His word. Yeah. Okay? Then there's the spirit of prophecy. Apart from the word of prophecy, which is the word of God that you have, there's a spirit of prophecy that helps us understand the word of God. That is in Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. The word of God is more sure. More sure. If you depend on it, you you are You can count on the fact that your life is going to go higher and higher. No matter the circumstance, no matter the condition. I trust God. I believe in God. Okay? Then the next thing is the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19 verse 10. And I fell at his feet to worship him. This is John talking. This He fell at the the feet of uh, uh, the one who was showing him the things. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant. And of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus, Christ, Jesus, I, I am one of your fellow servants, and I am one of your brethren. In other words, I, I was also a child of God when I was on earth, and I have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, not me, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The, say the testimony of Jesus is a prophecy. The word testimony means witness. The witness of Jesus, okay, is the spirit of prophecy. The witness of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, we know that the word of prophecy is the word of God, isn't it? Prophecy is the word of God, isn't it? Now, there are pages in the Bible, every real scriptural interpretation, the summit of real scriptural... Of course, people interpret the scripture in different ways. Sometimes someone will pick a word from the Bible and build a whole doctrine on it. Someone can build a doctrine on why uh, 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 the Holy Spirit worships us. You know, there's nothing like that which is consistent in the scriptures. People are preaching that, that the Holy Spirit worships us. And he will show you scriptures to prove what he's saying. He will show you scriptures to prove what he's saying. Someone someone says that, uh, what, plenty things. What are some of the things people are saying? The devil will be saved. Someone said the devil will be saved. The devil, the devil will go to heaven after some time. He will be in the lake of fire for 20 years. And all sinners will be in the lake of fire for 20 years and then they will be, they'll be saved. All kinds of things. Give me more. What are some of the things? A woman cannot preach. Some people say a woman should not preach. They pick something small and then build something very big out of it. Women should not wear trousers. Is it written in the Bible? Is it written in the Bible? It's not written in the Bible. But they will be able to pick some scriptures and show you. And if you are not smart or if you don't know the word of God for yourself, you say, oh, it's true. It's true. It's true. Actually, yeah. The summit of all scriptural interpretation is the testimony of Jesus. Every scripture must speak concerning Christ. Every scripture. And God must open our eyes to see every page speaking about Christ. Because actually every page speaks about Christ. Jesus is the center of all things. Jesus is the reason why everything is revolving and moving around. And everything the scriptures actually talk about him and about his children. Look at Colossians chapter 2. Let's read Colossians 2, verse 16 and verse 17. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days. Verse 17. Which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ, or the body is Christ. The reality, what he's saying is that the reality, go, go back to verse 16. Let no man therefore judge you in meat, in food, in drink. Okay? Now, in the Old Testament, this actually, this verse speaks about all of the Old Testament, all the things that were done in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, in Leviticus, in all the things that Moses gave to the children of Israel, as God gave him, they had meat and drink. They were offering. The meat and drinks represents their offerings, their daily offerings. There was a, uh, 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 there a burnt offering, there was a meal offering. All of them were meats and drinks. Do you understand what I'm saying? They were offering meats to God and offering drinks to God. Pouring drinks to God, offering meats to God. That was what they were doing. All the sacrifices that you can think about were in, form, in the form of meat and drink. Then it says, all in, a, in respect of an holy day. They were, apart from the offerings that they had, there were festive days that they had. There were holy days. For, for instance, Pentecost was a holy day. Isn't it? There was the feast of Passover. There was feast of trumpets. Eh? So many feasts. So many. Seven different feasts. Feast of uh, the harvest. Feast of first fruits. All kinds of things. Uh, uh, Purim, Purim came later. Uh, Rosh Hashanah. Hanukkah. So many things that people are celebrating even today. Christians are celebrating today. But he says, let no man judge you in meat. Let no man tell you that because I'm doing this, you are not qualified. I'm wearing uh, whatever, tillit. You are not wearing tillit in your church. So you are, not, you are not growing in the Lord. That is not the standard for growing in the Lord. The standard for growing in the Lord is you looking more like Christ. If Jesus wanted us to wear tillit, he would have told us, number one thing to wear, wear it or else you'll not be protected in your life. You know, some people preach that if you don't wear it, you'll not be protected in your life. There's something like that. They are not functioning according to the spirit of prophecy. They have taken the word of prophecy and are misappropriating it without interpreting it the way they ought to interpret. Because all those things are Christ. And Christ has come. Christ is inside your heart. What is your problem in it again? Do you understand? Is Christ not in you? He's in you. He is the offerings. He's the holy days. The holy days were done. There were, there were various holy days that were done in a year. It was yearly. It says, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink. Or in respect of an holy day, and I mentioned some of the holy days, it was festive days. And they were yearly. Yearly. Yearly festive seasons. You do it once this year, the next year you do it again. The other one you do it another time in the year, you do it again the next year. Okay? Then he says of the new moon, the new moon were also days that were celebrated. That is monthly. New moon represents months. So every month they were also having some celebrations that they had. Then he says, and of the Sabbath days, the Sabbath days were weekly. Uh, Sabbath day is weekly isn't it yeah. Every Saturday was a, the Sabbath Hallelujah For instance today some people say that we shouldn't we, sh- we shouldn't worship on Sunday We should worship on Saturday All kinds of things Meanwhile the disciples started worshipping And started getting together On the first day of the week Which is Sunday yeah. That's why we meet on Sunday Not on Saturday yeah. Jesus said that I am the Lord of the Sabbath yeah. That's what Jesus said So people people have all kinds of things They say all kinds of things Hey, meat The meats and the drinks are offered Every single day meat and drink were daily the holy days were yearly the new moon was monthly and the sabbath days was weekly he says all of the things that they were doing in the old testament is embodied in one person christ he says all of these things were shadows of things to come but the body the reality is christ if you have christ christ is your daily offering christ is your monthly offering Christ is your yearly offering and Christ is your weekly... He represents your days. He represents your weeks. He represents your months. He represents your years. Christ is all and in all. So the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. What? Every single thing must speak concerning Jesus. Are you following me? Uh-huh. So you don't, that is the summit of real scripture interpretation. Not you pick one thing and then you build a world revelation on it. Someone said that the, the fruit that... Adam partook. Adam and Eve partook of in the Garden of Eden. The tree of the knowledge of good evil is actually not a, a fruit. It was sex. That Eve had sex with the serpent, and then Adam had sex with Eve, and then we fell. <laughs> I'm sure the person teaching that because he's struggling, he's struggling with sexual immorality. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the guy who he had a program, and the title of the program was "The like, Devil Between My Two Ties"? Hey! Hey! that's devil in my two time. <laughs> hallelujah The body is what so if someone is telling you something and you realize you are not seeing christ and you are not seeing jesus in it, how does this let me believe in christ some more and how does it let me become confident in god in christ in me making me focus on outward things? all the outward things that we're doing had one reality that reality was christ right now christ has come what is your problem why do you want to have a setting horn in your room blowing a setting horn to represent the, the beginning of the month. Are you okay? Or to represent the beginning of the year? Are you okay? Ask a neighbor, are, okay? are you okay? That is your problem. Which one, two is that? All the scriptures are to, are to make us appreciate the death of Christ. What Christ did on the cross. Because all the offerings represent his death, his burial, and his resurrection. And all that he did for us. And I want to take you through them one by one. What do you think? Yeah. I want to take you through them at different times, one by one. So that you can appreciate Christ. You can appreciate Jesus, what he came to do. This is my law. Look at what he did for me. Ah! In fact, even the personalities in the Bible speak of Christ. All of them are types of Christ. They are all people whose lives were an exact reflection of what Jesus was coming to do. Can you imagine? Some of them said things that were not actually concerning themselves. Look at Psalm 119. Let me show you a scripture. Psalm 119. Verse 97. You know Psalm 119 is one of the longest? I think the longest. Has plenty verses. You can have Psalm 185. Yeah. It's long. Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation. Oh, this, who, who wrote Psalms? It's not only David. There are other people. But Psalm 119 was written by David. Moses wrote some. Asa wrote some. King Asa wrote some. But this one was written by David. Okay? Oh, how i love thy law it is my meditation all the day continue thou through thy, thy commandments has made me wiser than mine enemies for they are ever with me continue i have more understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies and my meditation i have more understanding than all all my teachers now I think david is talking about himself it looks like David. About himself, but from the spirit of prophecy, David is not only talking about himself. It's called the, the, the law of doubles, double emphasis, or double reference. You see, God as is, is a double. David is talking about himself, but actually, he's not talking about himself. He's talking about Jesus as well, because David cannot say that I have more understanding than all my teachers. Meaning that David, David is saying that he had more understanding than Moses, because Moses was one of the teachers. Moses' laws and Moses' writings were what they were using. If, they, if you ever heard law, they are talking about writings. Moses' writings. And David cannot say, you have made me, you have given me more understanding than Moses. Hey! You have given me more understanding than Jacob, than Joseph. These are very wild people. Who lived? Who wrote things that he read? So it's, it's an error for David to say that's concerning himself. That God has given more understanding than all of his teachers. For thy testimonies are my meditation. It cannot be. This, ref, this thing has reference to Christ. Christ is the only one who had more understanding and more wisdom because He is the Spirit of understanding. He is the Spirit of wisdom. So it's actually with reference to Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that is the spirit, of, the spirit of the Spirit of prophecy. Helps you to see Christ in every single statement in a way, and helps you appreciate what He did. Because if you don't appreciate what he did, if you don't appreciate what he did on the cross, you will never be able to love him. Your love will wax cold of time because you don't know what happened to him on the cross. There are Old Testament scriptures that speak of what he did. And there are Old Testament personalities that speak of who he is. That show you the type and the anti-type of Christ. Shabaya. Lego, Sopili, Afal, Keshini. How many of you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not in things. It's not in... Things. Paul mentions that why why is that? Go, go to Galatians chapter four. Let's read verse fourteen. Go go up go to from verse eight. Let's read from verse eight. How be then, when you knew not God, ye did service unto them which by nature are no God. Says when you guys did not know God, you were doing service to things that were by nature no God. People were praying to trees. Somehow go and talk to a tree because he believed there's a God inside the tree. And you cut a, a, the neck of a chicken and pour the blood on the tree. Some people will talk to rocks, to stones. Now some Christians are also doing that. They talk to a certain stone and throw it. He says, how be it then, when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them that by nature are no gods. Continue. But now, say but now. now. Take notice of such things in the Bible. But now, how much more, those things, they, they let you know what you were doing before and how God sees you now. He says, but now, after that you have known God, or rather are known of God, now that you have known God, or rather are known of God. He says, how, how? Why is it that you are now You are now turning to weak and beggarly elements? Where until you desire again to be in bondage? Everyone has his own implementation and things. Red oil, green oil, blue, black oil, yellow oil. If you want to destroy your enemy, use the red oil. Put it on your head. Everyone, when you wake up, you mention a person's name. Prince AJ. Prince AJ. Day, Day. Hey! Soap. People are blessing soaps. Can't you see that they are making merchandise of you? Don't make blessing what? Pen, for exam. Something is the pen. Is the pen that is good? So if you go to the exam hall and the pen is not there, hey, 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 hey. you you may, you forgot the pen in the house, and now you are in the exam hall. You don't know what to do. Is that not bondage? Is that not being led into bondage? In Christ there's liberty. There's freedom. There's freedom. All you need is a sure word of prophecy. The word of God on your lips. That's all you need. And you'll be surprised at what it will do for you and in your life. You'll be shocked. I have not gotten here with any chemical. With any oil. Oil is important. There's a, the anointing oil is important. Because the anointing oil is used to heal. The Bible says that, uh, uh, that God Jesus sent the disciples and they anointed the sick and healed them. So it's, it's there. There's an anointing oil for that. But we don't use the anointing for, Like for protection Someone has anointed two of them or three of them On his bedpost About three, one, two, three, one at the edge One one at the end If the devil is coming from this side, this one will protect If this side is coming, this one will protect If it's coming, this one will protect I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? Bondi, so the day you are sleeping and you wake up And the thing is not there hey, That something is happening to you We know that they are demons and they are devils. But the Bible says that they are all under our feet. That's what the Bible says. So what's the problem? It says, how? How? Why is it that you are now you are now turning to weak and beggarly elements? Where until you desire again to be in bondage? Some people desire to be in bondage again. They want to be put under such things again. For God to be with you, you need a certain special cloth to be around you. So when you're wearing a suit, it's inside the suit, something. You have to tie something around your, your tie, around your waist. Is that not juju? You go to church, they give you something, waistband, talisman to put on your waist. That's what is protecting you. Brother, there's something wrong with you. What church is that? Ask me about what church is that? Is it church of Jesus Christ or a church of something else? Yeah. Right, look at the next thing. Am I preaching to you? Yeah. yeah. Go to the next verse. You observe days. So they are special days. The turning of the moon. Brother. We make a day special by virtue of our speech. If we decide that this is the day we want to meet, it's special. That's all. There's no no need for us to. It's like, you are there. Hey, we forgot about Pentecost today. Yeah, Charlie, tomorrow is Pentecost. Let us. Hey, the people who received the Holy Spirit are the people who were not celebrating Pentecost. Acts chapter 2, on the Pentecost, the disciples were in the upper room. They were hiding, they were afraid. Those who are celebrating Pentecost did not receive the Holy Spirit. They came later to come and receive. They left Pentecost and came to where the Spirit was. We can be getting into religious stuff and not be where the Spirit of God is. The Spirit of God is in the Word of Prophecy and in the Spirit of Prophecy. Don't get involved in foolish things. Do you understand? Yeah. Christ is the body. He says you observe days and months and times and years. Why? Look at the next verse. I am afraid of you. He says, I am afraid of you. Lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. All the things I thought you was in vain. All the things I thought you was in vain. How do you desire again to turn again to these things that bring, bring you into bondage? If you don't have this rock by you, you can't move. If you don't have this cloth by you, you can't move. If you don't have this oil by you, you can't move. You want to have a child, you are buffing oil all over the place. <laughs> you are becoming anointed rice already. Like you are boiling yourself with oil every time. See, I refuse to go into those things. I see, I allow the word of God. The most sure word of, the prophecy. The of the prophecy. To inspire me. To inspire yeah, so there's a spirit of prophecy. Which is the testimony, the witness of Jesus Christ. The witness, the testimony, what talks about Christ. And as you look at some of these things in the Old Testament, and even in the New, you see the beauty of Christ and what he actually did for you on the cross. And you you begin to appreciate, you are moved instead. I want to show you some. Can I show you some? Let's pick, I want to pick some of the characters. Let's pick Adam. Adam was actually a type of Christ. If you read in Genesis chapter 2, or even Genesis chapter 1, let's go, let's start from Genesis chapter 1. So I'll just graduate from there. How how do you see, we need, and we need both, we need both the word of prophecy and the spirit of prophecy, isn't it? You realize you can't do without one. You can't do without one. God must open our eyes to see Christ in the details of the scriptures so that we can appreciate his son and what he came to do for us even some more. Christianity is dependent on how well you know Christ in the word. The more you see him, the more you love him. The more you love him, the more you do for him. You are willing. Listen, I'm not afraid to sacrifice my life. I'm not afraid to die for him because I've seen him. I've seen him. There are scriptures that mean something to me. You understand? You may read it and not see anything. You may read it, you see the word of prophecy. you talk about it for yourself or about your circumstance. But I know the the spirit of prophecy. I know the testimony of Jesus. So it moves me. I'm doing what I'm doing because of what I've seen in the Bible, what I've seen. If Jesus did this, why can't I do this? I'm willing and ready to sacrifice my life. Anybody who is going in the Lord is actually seeing the spirit of prophecy. It's been, it's been revealed to him. That's why Paul prays that the eyes of understanding will be enlightened. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about you seeing Christ in every single page of the Bible. That the eyes of understanding may be enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. You see, without the hope of purpose, you will not know what the hope of his calling is. The, the reason why he has called you, will be living this life only with earthly things in mind. you just be thinking about money, cars and all that. How you must get a good wife and get, get a good husband, get some good children. Oh, That is all you'll be talking about. But if you see the spirit of prophecy in the word of god you will know that you must sacrifice wife and give up children and give up cars to get them to get them you must give them can you imagine to get such things you must give such things you must sacrifice lands you must sacrifice cars you want more cars sacrifice cars some of us are talking about buying airplanes you must show airplane give airplane you'll be surprised spirit of prophecy the visions are different are seen differently, that's why some people say like they are not growing. They've sat in church for a long time, they are not growing. They are not they're not, they not seeing what they're supposed to see, they are not seeing. So let's pick Adam. Okay, Adam was referred to as the first man, isn't it? If you read in first Corinthians 15, verse 45. Look at first Corinthians 15, 45. And so it is written the first man Adam was made a living soul. The last man, the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. He says the first, because Adam, the first man. Adam was the first of men. Is it true? When God created the heavens and the earth and he created man, the first of them was Adam. So Adam is the first in place of every man. But Adam was a figure. If you read Romans chapter 5 verse 14, the Bible says that Adam was a figure. He was a type. He was a figure of the one who was to come. Romans chapter 5 verse 14. Go there. Romans 5 14. Very important. Let's look at it nevertheless death reigned from adam to moses even over them that have not seen after the similitude of adam's transgression who is the figure i just want to see that person it says who is the figure of him who was to come adam was the figure of the one who was to come who is he talking about he's talking about christ he says that adam was a type the word figure there is icon his image he was a type of the one who was to come so when they say adam is the first the first man adam Okay? He's actually talking about Christ because Christ is the firstborn of every creation. Christ is the first in, in when we talk about first, Christ is first, Adam is not first. So Adam being called first is actually in, 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 in consonance with what Christ is. Christ is the first in every. can you imagine if Jesus if you know Jesus is the first in everything of your life, you will never eat your food without without acknowledging the first. you know some of us eat without praying. Someone close, bang his door, bang, and he has written the prayer behind the door. He told God, "It's behind the door," and started eating. Right? The prayer is behind the door. Christ is first. Say, Christ is first. Christ is first. It means, that means that you not, you not build your marriage on on love, on I don't know what I do. I will do without you. That the way in my heart. You build your marriage on Christ first. He's without him. Colossians, you see, this one says he's the figure of him who was to come. We've seen that Adam is a first of men. But actually Adam is a figure. If he's a figure or a type, then he's actually talking about Christ. When he says that Adam is the first. Okay? So look at Colossians chapter one, verse fifteen. You see it there. Colossians one fifteen. He's talking about Jesus now. Okay? Let's read the verses before. Read from verse twelve. So we understand it well. Can you read it to me? One to go from verse twelve. Continue. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? Who is a dear son? So he's going to be talking about Jesus there's a colon there, isn't it? Then it says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then verse 15 says he's still talking about Jesus. He says that who is the Son is the is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature, he is the first. That, the word firstborn is not the same as firstborn since someone who was given birth to. He's talking about first in terms of place, in terms of time, in terms of everything. He's the first, he has the preeminence. That's what he's talking about. Jesus has the preeminence. You understand? He's the firstborn of every creature. Go to the next verse, verse 16. For by him were all things created. Can you imagine? By him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they are they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And I am in him. Hallelujah. Can you imagine? That is why I know I will never fail. So I see Christ. When I look at Adam, I'm actually looking at Christ. When I see Adam, when I think about Adam, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Christ. Because Adam is a first but actually he's talking about christ christ is the first of all things He is the first the one who created all things and i'm in him why must i do things without contacting him he's a first he's a first he has the first place he has a preeminence look at the next the next verse verse 17 and he's before what all these things are talking about his his preeminence. He says, and he is before all things. And by him by Him, all things consist. Adam says, all things consist and persist and exist. Yeah. All things consist because of him. So nothing can be together. There's no coherence without Christ. Your marriage will not work if you don't have Christ. Your family will not work if you don't have Christ. Your, uh, your academics, it will never work if you don't put Christ first in your life. Sometimes people come to church like, oh, you are taking too long. You don't know what you are talking about. You are putting the one who is supposed to be first somewhere else. That is why whatever you put first will not help you. And what you are trying to put first will will, will disappoint you. Never ever complain about, oh, I've been in church for a long time. You are actually putting... Those who are in church for a long time know that Christ is first in their lives. So No matter what, if you are Jehovah's Witness, you will be in church on Saturday. The whole of Saturday, Saturday is canceled. You can't go anywhere you know that? It's part of the qualifications to be, to be, to be a Jehovah's witness. If you were SDA, Saturday, forget it. Sub, you see, the Sabbath law says that you can't walk beyond a certain number of miles or kilometers. You can't walk beyond. So you are not supposed to do any kind of work. Just sit at one place and be studying the law. And that's what the SDA people do. When you go on Saturday, forget it. He says, and he is before all things. He is before your academics. He is before your marriage. He is before your children. He is before all things. He is before your work. You don't let your work replace him. All those who do such things start going down, 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 down. down. You go down. You don't place him before your children. All your children will die. Yes, because they have become competition for God. God can't get your attention. You don't let money come before God. money, Money is prime in their lives. They will do anything for money. They will lie for money. Don't go anywhere for money. Don't do anything for money. This is my, it's my first. It's first in my life. So God shows me. I'm, I I wouldn't have loved to stay in Kumase. But God says I should be here. So I'm here. Christ says I should be here. He's first in my life. He shows me where I should be. If you are growing the Lord, one of the major things that happens is that you learn to live according to instructions. God tells you what you should do. Do you understand? They say obey before complain. There's Nothing that he will do that will end up taking you down. Every single thing he says to you will end up taking you up. You will never go down. With Christ, you will never go down. He's a first. All things are his. Can't you? Don't you? He says, and he's before all things. And by him, all things con Let's read the Amplified. Maybe the Amplified will show us some more. By him, all things consist. And he himself existed before all things. And in him, all things consist. Cohere, cohere, and are held together. Nothing can be held together without your boy. That's your boy that you have put before God. You'll be surprised at how will, he will break your heart into pieces. 75,000 pieces. And you can't put them together. He will step one end like this. And give it back to you. Like this. And give it back to you. Yeah. He's first. Say he's first. Yes. Say it again. He's first. Yes. Yeah. Adam is the first of men. Christ is actually the first of all things. for He, he says, for by him all things were created. And everything was created for him. Go, go to the verse before this. It's so nice. All things were created for him. It's okay. Amplified, it's okay. For it was in him that all things were created. So if I place him first in my life, what is it in my life that cannot be created? What cannot be created in my life? Do you understand what I'm saying? What cannot be created? Is it a car? Nobody in my family has bought a car or buy. Because I am in him. And he's first. From first. He's first is first. When, when it comes to me, God is first. You see, Jesus said that I will build my church, and the gates of all, shall not, what shall not prevail against it. He is first. What is building? What is involved in is the church. He is building the church. That's why I'm a church person. I'm a church man. I'm everything about me is church. My, my Monday is church. My Tuesday is church. My Wednesday is church. My Thursday is church. And I'm richer than most of you. Every day church. I'm a church person because the first one is doing something about church. He's building his church, and I'm with him building his church, if I'm building his church, I've put him first in my life. What does that mean? Every other thing will fall in place. For all things were created by him, in him, and it says in heaven and on earth, everything in heaven was created by him, everything on earth was created by him. Hallelujah! And everything responds to him. There was a day, this guy, John, and some of the other disciples were fishing. They weren't just disciples before. They were fishing. They are told throughout the night. They didn't catch any fish. Then Jesus requested Peter's boat. When Peter gave him his boat, and he used it, after, he took, listen, cast your nets upon your right side for a fish, for a catch. And Peter cast his nets over there. The Bible says that he enclosed a great multitude of fishes. How did that happen? Jesus is the voice of creation. Those guys, the same place, they had even gone deeper. They had searched for the fish. The fish were hiding. When they saw the nets coming, they said, <laughs> "You're joking! You want us to end up in your soup tonight? It ain't gonna happen." They just, they just, all of them were hiding, 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 hiding. But when Jesus, when they heard Jesus' voice, "Let your nets down for a catch," they knew that their Master was calling. They just started swimming from their hideouts, just swam. They swam peacefully into, into Peter's nets. Peacefully, and also they, they had so much fish that their boats were sinking. What is your problem? Making first. Tell me make making first. Don't make a lady first. Ask neighbor are you in church because of a lady? <laughs> make Jesus first of your life. Are you in church because of a guy? You are not getting a guy because you have, made, you, have made him, uh, you have made him first. Yeah. Are you in church because of money? You are in church because of money. You have some business contact around. Or because you want God to stop. Don't, do don't let that be the first thing on your heart. God looks at the heart. Don't, don't let those things. Let Jesus be the first on your heart. Do you understand? Some people believe in Jesus because of the things that He give them. That's what I'm talking about. Just be Him like I like you. Do you understand? Yeah. Let Jesus be first. He's first. Say He's first. Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Yeah, I just want him to be first in my life. He's first in, in my life. He's the reason why I do things. I marry because Jesus I marry this person. I have peace because I listen to what he said I should do. If you, marry, if you, don't, if you don't marry because the first person in your life says you should, you'll be surprised. You just, the addition of a wife will reduce you rather than increase you. You will see other people being increased because of marriage. You, only you will do it, but you realize I are going down. Let Jesus be first. Be the only one. De- don't let anyone take, uh, take that throne on your heart. Do you understand? No lady should. Normally it's beloved things that makes, you know. Uh, when, a, when a guy comes, the guy is a fe- your first meditation when you wake up. that's soon you wake up, coffee. <laughs> oh, coffee. You check your phone if he has called or a message has come. You are sleeping. That's the last person that is on your mind. And during the day, that's the only person that is on your mind. why 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 Why? you need you really need help hallelujah sometimes a job a business you want a contract you want to get your mind is filled with the contract there's a problem say christ is first in my life he has the preeminence in my life say it again christ has the preeminence in my life He will have the preeminence in every circumstance of my life. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.